Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Not Just Girls Talk. I am your host, Ashanti. And I'm your host, Tiffany. And thank y'all for joining us again. Welcome back to the couch. Over there at the bar with Tiffany at. Wherever you want to go, wherever you want to be, it don't matter. <laughs> as long as you're over here at Not Just Girls Talk. Thank y'all for listening and joining in again week after week after week. Uh, before we get started, tipping on the y'all know where y'all can continue to tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend about Not Just Girls Talk. Yes, we are available on all social media platforms, including IG and YouTube. If you haven't, please follow us on YouTube and make sure you subscribe. If you have not told a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, subscribe to our YouTube channel and let someone know to let to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, follow us on IG too and all of our other social media platforms where all of our social media information is in our bio. So check it out. Yes, check us out. Uh, and y'all already know before we get started, especially for today, today's episode, you're gonna need a beverage in your hand, okay? You're going to need a beverage. So I do have a half and half lemonade spike. Spike tea. That's what this is. Half and half spiked up uh, for today's topic. So, yes, I am drinking this. So, Tiffany, what you got over there? You know, you got the bar, you know. No, I have orange What's juice. It's a, like oh. a Minimate. No, it's uh, Jack Daniels. Okay, I'm like, what the? <laughs> but I feel good about it. Jack Daniels Southern Peach. Um, it's now, just she a, a lot of us. No, but it's oh, we kind of cool. got the same color drink. Yeah, it's just a little cool, a little lightweight. Okay, okay. We got the same color drink today. They don't they never happen. Let's see what, what the percentage alcohol is this. Not much. What percent? 4.8. 4. Oh, that's Kool-Aid. That's how I said. It is really lightweight, so I'm not sure. It's real light. See, I told you it was orange juice or peach juice. <laughs> Yeah, it's juice. I put my um, I buy those Smirnoff uh, shots. Oh, so I buy those and I just put them in a beverage at home. Mm-hmm. I keep them in the freezer. Uh, so yes, make sure y'all worry about me. <laughs> I know I be having them in the freezer. The other day, Fat asked me something. I said I don't remember. He said, "Well, I told you guys stop drinking. You can forget stuff. When you drink, it shrinks your brain." <laughs> You better hope the, the right amount of box in there though. And not decrease. So it's gonna drink his it, it messes your brain. He's drinking it up. That's why you can't remember stuff. Now I can't remember because y'all. I agree. Yeah, you know, kids will do this. I need to look at the coat. Yeah. Listen, I agree. All of it. Oh, snap. And so yeah. <laughs> so what you been doing this weekend? What you had going? What you had popping? Yes. Yeah, so our girls or the girls uh, Easter egg hunt. You know Easter oh, uh, is uh, tomorrow. Um, so Easter and they are doing the little Easter egg hunt and all of those. So they're enjoying. Um, so yeah, that's all that we have going on in dying eggs. So you know. Nine oh, eggs and Easter egg hunt. So yeah, I know. So we still have all of that stuff going on. They keep us. Busy. I love the Easter egg hunt. Ain't nothing like a, ain't nothing like an Easter egg. I think it's the die. 
my kids not gonna go Easter egg hunting, but I'm gonna definitely go buy the dye and just color. I just color Easter eggs. I'm, I'm allergic to eggs. I really can't eat them, but I will eat an Easter tip. I'm, I, it ain't gonna do nothing. Make my throat scratch a little bit. It's it. Just a little. <laughs> See, I'm not just, just a little bit. Just, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. So I'm gonna do the um. But it's ass with the kids. I feel like my hair is up over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got my hair hanging out. Okay. Uh, I have to fix it, yeah. So, that's what we're going to... Uh, I'm definitely going to do that. But I've been... Like I said, I've been outside too much. Like, I've been hanging out. I've been kicking it. Uh, have a good little time. Meet some new people, you know. Hanging out. Uh, need to be smiling. Put a smile on my face. Let's say that. Uh, so excited to be hanging out, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so sip on it and speak on it. What we got? So, my question of the day is <sighs> oh, I add two again. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna go with um, your significant other develops a serious uh, illness and can no longer perform certain conjugal duties. He or she gives you a free pass to get sex sex elsewhere. Would you use it? Why or why not? Oh, let me see. Would I use it? Oh, I don't think I would want to use it because you have an illness. But I think I should use it because I have a need. <laughs> oh, the dilemma. You know what? I'm just not going to use the past. I'm not going to use the past. Nope. They got toys. That's what I was going to say. I would try. So, you know, they said, so I'm thinking conjugal. So they thinking, oh, something in... Um, his anatomy is not working. The mouth Correct. is fine. That's something that is used. Okay. So I'm just thinking there's more than one way. To get there. It's everything. <laughs> not. Okay, so I, I would assume that I agree. Some, unless you are quadriplegic, mm-hmm. um, something and even steal your mouth. Never mind. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Since but, all this work, all this work, baby, all this work. So you're gonna have to get me there. Something. I mean, but and then like you said, other things that can help. Yeah. So I mean, it just depends on, you know. But if it's something, a relationship, you said significant other, didn't say husband. Husband, I definitely would feel inclined to have to really put in the effort and try. Because I, I don't, I wouldn't want to do that. We took vows. But if we're yeah. dating, and if it just wouldn't work, and I have to be honest, you know. But I would try my best. But yeah. I wouldn't use a pass. If I feel like it ain't going to work, I would just yeah, call off the relationship. I would if call you gave me the pass. Yeah, I would call off the relationship. No, mm-hmm. that's why I said I'm not going to use it. I had to think about, you know, I have to think stuff through. I have to think about what's happening. I mean, <laughs> you gave me permission. But do I want to take it? Hmm. I'm a, I'm a chill. I'm a chill. I ain't going to do that because I feel bad. Even if I did use the past, I think I would feel bad yeah. in the act because of your situation. And I went ahead and 
you know, I just wouldn't feel right. Yeah. The way I'm set up, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't feel right to do it. Yeah. So no, I would not. Let us know what you're gonna do. <laughs> what I say, huh? Give me the hot pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> oh. I just don't want to know. Just you know, you not one. So some people could just be out there doing right. it and don't say nothing. Don't ask, don't tell. You know, it's okay with me, but just don't tell me. I don't know. That's me or something. I don't know, but then I I would know. So I think exactly. that's a problem for me. Like I would know, so it would it will eat at me. Yeah, we're and I would. So yeah. I know. I would want to be bad. I just want to be a bad girl. Like yeah. just. I just wanted to be, I did. I just no. wanted to be bad and I could never be bad. Like crazy, but yeah, we're not, we weren't bad people. You know that video I just sent you, girl, that, that I knew the person sent it to. Yeah. Tiffany had it on there like that's going to support you make in it. all your foolishness. And make you I will help you. lift you and get <laughs> over that balcony wherever you need to go. What we doing? <laughs> what are we doing, girl? You know, yes, I'm, I'm here for the foolery. Yes, I'm here for the foolery. And we're a little bit older now. We got things to lose, but back in the day, I know. Lift me up, lift me, lift me. <laughs> I got it. I got it. What we finna go? Do? Oh, y'all. Okay, speaking of foolery, one time. So it wasn't with Tiffany. It was with my other friend. Yo, we left the club. <laughs> we left the club, and she was like, "Girl, she was talking to this dude." And she was like, Oh, I already know he at the house, but he ain't answering. I was like, We can roll ride through. through. Yep. Like, yep. She was like, Yeah, we're finna ride through. I was like, shoot, let's go. So we rolled through. Man, we saw a foreign car in the driveway. <laughs> oh. So we already lit, right? So she was like, What we need to do? What we need to do? I was like, girl, oh no, just pull up. Let's see. I'm like, you finna knock on the door? She's like, no, I ain't gonna knock on the door. We so stupid. <laughs> she was like, I should take the license plate. <laughs> we ain't taking plates. But so she put the car, it's so dumb. Like, we was so stupid. She put the car in reverse and she like, his bedroom window was like right there. She turned on high beams on. <laughs> she turned the high beams on in the car and was just blowing the horn. Uh, and then she got out, and then I was blowing the horn. She's like, keep blowing. I'm blowing the horn. She's like, yeah, I know you in the... <laughs> Y'all, it's about 3 o'clock in the morning in a whole neighborhood. Like, yeah, yeah. It, 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 I don't know if he got up. I feel like he got up. I don't remember if he got up and came to the door. She hopped in the car and we drove off. Like, yeah, the yeah. foolery. I'm know. like, girl, we didn't even do nothing. She was pacing back and forth. Like, what should I do? I was like, I don't know. No, what? No, I'm not really <laughs> mess with cars. It's not Aaron car. I'm not mess. I'm not it wasn't even Aaron. his car. We was not messing with his car. That's the thing. Like I'm not mess with cars. It was her car, but know. it was not Aaron's car. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mess with cars like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that's too funny. So yeah, that's something crazy, girl. Yes, that's something that we did. <laughs> That was random. I know y'all, but we was kind of heading that direction a little bit. Listen. Had to throw a little story in there. <laughs> yeah, make it a little bit uh, deep. Oh, Wait on. no, no. Oh my goodness, I didn't do some stuff. Woo wee, man. Anyway, moving.
moving on into our topic of discussion, y'all. So we're going to just kind of have girl talk, and I wanted to let you all know what's been going on. So we are in uh, season two of our uh, podcast, and with us being in season two, I feel like you all have seen us grow. Um, within our podcast, her stories about, of course, both of us being married, both of us being mothers, uh, and kind of what we do day to life, pretty much. This is a real podcast. Our podcast is true to life. It's real life. We definitely center our topics around it, uh, things that are truly happening with us and that we've experienced and that we can pretty much speak on. And uh, I just wanted to let our listeners and our supporters know um, that I am divorced. So, yes, I have uh, gone through divorce now. It's been uh, a, oh, a month, I think a month, yeah, right at a month, a little over a month now that it's official. I've been officially yeah. divorced, uh, but separated for a year. And We've been still moving along through the podcast, still putting out our content, even in the midst of what what I've been going through. And I would definitely say Tim has been a great, great, great support uh, throughout this entire process. And we kind of wanted to touch on um, it for a moment. And one thing that I heard over this weekend, so my kids went to a little house gathering the other day. And um, I was just talking to somebody just casual conversation and um she was just saying how she was going through a divorce right and I was just like oh okay you're going through a divorce she was like yeah and you know I did let her know hey I just went through you know a divorce been writing over a month now and she she was like oh you know really so she kind of was not excited that I had been through it but you know you can kind of relate to somebody and y'all can kind of like connect with something, especially like a divorce. Um, and she was like, you know, we never, one thing she said I thought was, you know, pretty good. She was like, we never leave when we're supposed to. We always stay longer than we should. And I was like, I like that, you know, and I was like, she was like, in everything that we, you know, kind of do as women and in relationships, things like that. And I was like, you know, just thinking about even our last week topic about letting go. Letting go of things that we stay in too long, whether that be friendships, relationships, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. A little longer than what we, you know, tend to or we should do. And now in the process of the separation, I'll say Tiffany was definitely supportive. I had like emotional moments, would you say? So <laughs> so I know, so of course I I know all that has been going on, um, not behind the scenes, but I feel like it's your story to tell when you're ready to tell it. But what are some, mm-hmm. um, so life after divorce. So that I think that's where you're at now, but I know where you're at now is not where you started. Can you tell us right. a little bit or the listeners of it, how it started, how it, from where you started to where you're at now? Like, what was that journey like? Well, hard. <laughs> very emotionally hard um in the beginning i will say because you uh i've been with this person for right at 10 years married for seven seven years so a total of 10 and those of you who've been married or you know are married such as yourself 
this is the person that you're with every day, sleep with, wake up with, make plans with, goals with, trips with, kids together, the whole nine, right? So when that piece is no longer there, it's literally like when people say it's like a, a, a death, I really felt like that because that person is no longer in the house, no longer around. You cannot bounce ideas. There's no longer a partner, right? So one of the things that I feel like was a, I'm going to say one of my bigger challenges was like that teamwork, right? So as a person who, so I had out with my kids before I met him. So had my baby. So I know what it's like to be a single mother, right? Mm-hmm. And doing it on my own before having a husband. So I already was like, it's independent. I got it, got it, got it. When you've been in a partnership for an extended period of time, and then you go back to being a single parent, I think that part is the load feels heavier when I now that I'm back in this single space uh, because I'm I've been so used to having a partner for over ten years. You know, beforehand I I didn't have that husband and partnership where we were already juggling like children or I had somebody helping and doing I was doing it by myself. So when I came into a marriage and we did teamwork, it was like, whoo, a relief, right? Mm-hmm. So he can go pick somebody up while I'm at some while I'm somewhere else, or I could be at home cooking while he go uh, pick somebody up from a game or something. And so now that it's just me in that space, that's been the uh, I think the most difficult outside of just the emotional part of it is having to adjust to being pretty much by myself again and doing everything by myself. So that's the part I think is the most that has been the most difficult. And I don't like to say difficult, but it's been challenging. It's been difficult. It's been challenging. You know, I've been trying to be strong, like, I got it. Mm, I can do it. I'm very much that person, y'all. Like, huh, who about to see me sway? I got this. I can make yeah. this happen. But you, you know, know but... and I think you've met some great people. I think some, one of your friends or a mm. couple of them has said, you know, it takes a village. You no, know, sh- sh- I mean, stuff has happened um, mm-hmm. since you've been going through this process. Like, life mm-hmm. been lifing. And you yep. have a good circle still in uh, Maryland where you are. I think you have a good group of friends. Like, I got you, you know, although you may not mm-hmm. want to ask for help, but they will be there. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so that is definitely, I know that has been appreciated. Um, so when you're thinking about, you know, where you started, where you're at now, like what different phases did you go through, like emotionally? Like what emotions mm-hmm. did you start out with to where you're at now? So, ooh, that's an emotional roller coaster, right? Ooh, it's, ooh, it's very I want the listeners emotional. to hear, you know. Yeah, because I mean, you never know who's currently going through yeah. it, or maybe you separated right now. Definitely something that can help. Um, it was definitely an emotional roller coaster. Ooh, we. In the beginning, I'm like mad. I was mad, very upset, angry. Um, yeah. So that was the first phase for me. Then it went from anger to hurt so crying a lot (laughs) a lot so crying (laughs) uh yeah so I I did a lot of crying and I tried not to I tried not to 
reached out too much to people in the emotional, in the in the hurt phase. Well, well again, I'm sorry, the mad when I was angry. So the first phase being angry. Of course, I'm like, this is going on to close people, not everybody, you know, just close people, certain ones. Um, because I do have to have an alley, definitely with something that's going on. For me, that's how I operate. Yeah. And so just being angry and then to the emotional space. So once I started getting into the space where I was crying more than I was upset, I didn't want to put my problems on other people too much, you know, right? So you already know what's going on. And then I'm carrying in a lot of emotional weight and I just didn't feel like I wanted to reach out and somebody may be having a good day and here I come with my emotional situation. I may be having a good moment, a bad moment, and somebody's having a good moment. And now I'm, you know, putting that down on them. So I definitely try to not engage in it a lot, which it was helpful because I do have to still sit in my own stuff and deal with it. But also it can be hurtful too because I'm just feeling a little more depressed about it. Uh, so that was the emotional phase, which is the crying just crying. Um, and then I was like, okay. Then I went to a phase of like, I got this. Like, yeah, I'm hurt. And it went from crying like every day. Oh, I was drinking every day too. Oh, oh, that was something I never realized about myself. I realized a lot about myself going through this because it was such a heavy space, right? So I was I like, am, you were reflecting, kind of, or you've been reflecting, I think. Well, I have been reflective, but that's later. Now, in the emotional phase, I I looked at everything, but I wasn't as reflective of myself, more so of the problems, right? What's happening now? What's the problem? Where it started? You know, yeah, I started to think back, like, hmm, looking at this or looking at that. But really, in this space, I was drinking every day. Oh, I would be at the liquor store every day. I was drinking, like, a bottle of wine, maybe. Oh, every day. I go get a, a bottle of Kettle One every week, maybe two bottles a week. I was drinking and eating a lot, which led to me gaining a lot of dang on weight. Um, but yeah, that was a part of the emotional space. Then I was like, okay, I can do this. Let me pick myself up. Because one thing about me, one thing I know about me, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry and I'm going to be like, I'm going to fall down for a moment and I'm going to cry. But guess what? I'm going to get myself back up. I, For me, that's how I operate. Give me my moment. Let me cry. Let me get it out. Let me feel down about myself. And then I'm going to say, wipe myself off. Get up. Let's rock. Let's do this. So I got into a space where I'm like, okay, I can do this. Let's go. And then I started reflecting in that space was like, oh, well, this was happening or that was happening or um, I probably didn't show up in certain areas, you know, even for myself. So I feel like also in a divorce space, it's never one party, right. right? So I feel like that. Let's not say it was one particular person. No, it is a union, two right. people. And it takes two people to get married. It takes two people to get divorced. And never would I say I was a perfect person in the space. But in certain areas of reflecting, Certain things could have been different on both sides. Let's say that. And I also know what I don't want. And I also know 
now what I would possibly want. And I know I don't want like to be in a relationship in any capacity now. Would I be open to marriage in the future? It's a hard no right now. It's a hard no. Hmm. And it is. Right now, today. Yeah. Only because of Mm-hmm. But I still I love love. I still love love. So like that. I mean, do you um have you considered like counseling or anything like that um to help make sure you're all or you're whole before even if you, you I know you're not looking at marriage or anything like that right now, but say even before you decide if you ever get to the point that you're wanting to date exclusively someone are you all the way healed before entering something serious so have you considered like counseling or anything like that that you would recommend uh we know you're recommending it (laughs) (laughs) we know you're gonna always recommend counseling but no i honestly i haven't right now uh, not saying that I won't go. I just haven't right now. Right now, I feel like. So what coping mechanisms are you using at this time? I know you've reflected. Do you journal? Mm-hmm. I know you said exercise in the last episode. So is that mm-hmm. something you use as an outlet and just getting yourself? Yeah, getting myself back in order. Um, and not saying that I wasn't in in order when I was married, right? But now it's really like, okay, me and my babies, what I got to do to make sure the ship stays afloat. And for me, for me personally, I have, I journal. Yeah. So I like to write. So I do journal down things, how I'm feeling today. I literally have a journal like each day of how I was feeling in this moment, what I felt, how, you know, just different emotions that was happening that day that really helped me a lot with getting it out. And it also helped me not putting that burden on other people if I didn't want to talk that day, right? So I just get all my words out, all my emotions out in the journal. So I'm very big on journaling. That definitely helps. Um, having my uh, my alone time, for me, sitting in my car. It may seem simple. Like, I sit in my car, coming home from work. Like, give me my, that's that was my space. Like, I'm not going to come in the house right away. Give me a minute. And that's normal for me anyway, but I may sit about five or 10 minutes. But during this process, I actually used to probably sit in my car for about 30 minutes or so. Then I'm coming in the house. And thank God my kids are older. Yeah. And they can cook and do and be, you know, on their own. Oh, another thing that I did, I went to the hotel. I got a room. Mm-hmm. I went and got a room. Uh, I spent two days in a hotel by myself. I didn't go nowhere. I didn't make plans. I didn't get out. I just had a moment for me in this, in this time. It was a getaway from everything. And I did, I feel like I need to do that again really soon. Just being that the divorce is final. So it's different in a separation phase and an actual end of it. It's really reality once it's like done. Like now my name changed back and everything. So Okay. So what, yeah. what 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 process are you in, do you feel like, so far as emotionally at this time? Emotionally right now, actually, it varies. It, it varies. Like, I could say I probably had a good day. And then another day, I may have a bad day kind of reflecting on some things. 
Uh, depend, it just really depends, but I'm way better. I don't cry. Like, crying, I don't know last time I cried. So, that's real good. Uh, so, I haven't cried. Also, I'm actually proud of myself. So, emotionally, I'm in a proud state for me because I am... Like I'm confident, but I also sometimes doubt myself, right? So being able to ha- to take him with up, being able to take care of the whole household by myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that I would be able to do it by myself. Just me taking care of the entire household, taking care of kids. With no help from anybody, not the kids' dad, not my ex-husband, none of that, right? Just on my shoulders, and being and to see that I've been able to do that has truly, truly been. I'm when I say I'm proud of myself, I'd be like pat myself on the back. <laughs> yes, it was always like, girl, shoot. I mean, shoot, you was doing it anyway. But yeah, you, I, but I get that y'all had been together so long, and you felt that teamwork, and you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying I'm not doubting that or um, this. Uh, dismantling that but mm-hmm. I do think that um prior to him you was doing it you know so that's true. you just that's true you just don't I just, remember I because I it's been a while but yeah you know yeah tell a woman she gotta do something like, you're gonna be like you know I got this yeah you yeah. no choice but you you make you're gonna make it do it you know mm-hmm. and I'm really proud of myself that I've been able to you know, do it. And I'm in Maryland. I have no family here. I can't go to my mom's house. I can't go to my sister's house, friends' house. Well, I got, I've gained friends now. But even in this space with my new friends, I love y'all. Y'all listen. Y'all know I love y'all to death. But certain things you just don't want to dump. You know what I'm saying? On people, especially newer people in your life, you know, they didn't know y'all prior to now. And just don't want to dump that. But I have a good community here. But being here truly without like no family and holding it down, because I know it was a question. Are you moving back? Are you going back home? Are you staying? Why I'm going back? Ain't nothing in Memphis. I'm sorry for my Memphis. Yeah. Ain't nothing in Memphis. <laughs> Ain't nothing there. Ain't, I'm just saying it's not. My kids are in literally everybody for be in high school. Beck is graduating next year. Jay going to be a freshman in high My kids are in the transitional phase we're moving to a whole nother state relocating them for what yeah. changing job for what because we got divorced no you get up you grind you figure it out and you make it do what it do and that's what i'm doing right now so the phases that i'm in uh definitely is not what it used to be it's not where i want it to be but i'm proud of what i've done and where i'm at right now you know how we feel, girl, you know, but this is, you know, at this point, I know we, we have a, I believe, about podcasts, excuse me, we talk about real life stuff when stuff happened, but I do feel like um, this process, of course, I felt like it's your story to tell me you're ready um, mm-hmm. so that we can start talking more on real life topics such as life after divorce and things like that. Uh, how do you start dating? How do you move on? Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that feel Ooh. like? So, and then, you know, just all aspects of life because we are adding more to life. Like we say, life be life. And it yeah. really has. And I, you know, I'm glad that you were able to share 
um, kind of what that process is like for you. So that is something or a dialogue or a Pandora's box or whatever you want to call it that we can now mm-hmm. open and kind of discuss and you know, yeah. from both ends, you know, you know what it's like yeah. to be married and you know what it's like to be in this uh, lifestyle mm-hmm. at this point in this moment in your life. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I have, I think I got like a, I can write some books. I think I've been through quite a bit. Honestly, even in this phase of divorce, I've truly reflected over my life and kind of like you people who've been in this space, you think about the good, the bad, the past, the current, the future. You really think about all your past relationships, kind of what you've been through, what they entailed, who they people were, what didn't work. You kind of look at everything because you think, oh, I got it right this time. But then it wasn't right. Right. So now you're like, dang, what is it that I'm doing? Now it may not necessarily be specifically you doing something, but it's something that's happening <laughs> that we probably need to look at. So that's something that I literally reflected on in its entirety, uh, from past relationships to now to future dating, whatever that looks like. It won't be one person. Eh. So, <laughs> right, I'm dead serious. Like, I ain't trying to be in nobody's relationship. And I think when we were talking, I told Tiffany, I was like, I don't see how people have divorce parties. And I understand divorces may be different for different people, depending on the circumstance. But for me, it wasn't like, woo, I'm divorced. Let's celebrate. No, because I wanted my marriage to work, right? Yeah, and I think and I, everybody's different. As you know, Erica Mina, uh, Mina I think, from Real House. Uh-huh. I mean, is it yeah. Love and Hip Hop? Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, she was married to Safari, and people were bashing her because she was, uh, I think she posted something saying she wanted a divorce. I don't know if it's she wanted a divorce party or just celebrating that she's thankful for being divorced. And, you know. I saw her celebrating. She was celebrating. Yeah, and I don't. I, you know, I think everybody's different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody was in their household or um, behind closed doors with them, but them. And so if she felt like that was something she couldn't breathe or, you know, whatever, suffocate or however you want to feel, and she's found for free, she's more than welcome to celebrate it and anybody else that chooses to or wants to. But also, if you that's not just a place or you feel like it's anything to celebrate, then that's you too. Mm-hmm. Like, right. For me, I was like, it's not for me, it wasn't celebratory, right? Yeah. Because I was I was like, hey, if it works, let's see. Yeah. But for some people, they were like, I'm ready to get this done, cut this yeah. off, but I'm ready to get my freedom back. Now, one thing I can say before we, you know, I feel like closing it out, but one thing I can say was I was ready to get my name back. I don't think understand people, I feel like people understand how important it is when you're carrying that other person's name. For me, it was like, this is not me. Like, I am not this person. Like, this is your name. This is not my name. This is because I became one with you. Like, I need to get back to me. So once my name changed, I just felt like me again. I don't know why. I just felt like me again. Other people may feel like when I, that was like, I'm back. I'm back to me. And that was like big for me to have my name back. Uh, would I, if I get married, would I take another person's name? It has to be. I'm sorry, it's not somebody real, real dear Holyfield special. 
I think if they're special enough for you to marry again, it is, you know, worth definitely considering. Well, that's true. That's what I'm saying. It's somebody special, special. You're doing things different the second time. If it if it is. Oh, Jesus. Who about to be doing all that? Ooh, right now, it's a hard enough. Okay. I just want to have fun. I'm just saying, right, right now, it's a fun time. But if you do ever get to that point, like, hey, this person is really a good person. I love where this relationship is going. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you feel like you're at that space. Then, yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll be a question of, am I going to take your name? If that's what they, if y'all are feeling nourishes towards it. Well, that's true. I think that's it's how you feel right now because you mm-hmm. need your own identity back. So we back mm-hmm. to Ashanti Kiana Bobo. You know what I'm saying? Bobo. It's the Bobo. So. <laughs> I feel like myself. So yeah, that's uh, pretty much where I'm at. And for those of you who are currently going through it, a separation leading to divorce, to, you know, if you want to come in, let us know. Yes. Maybe our uh, show today definitely help you. Um, just to even last week to let go and let God. Honestly, like we said last week, that's kind of what I did. Uh, there are still emotional roller coaster, emotional days, things that I'm still processing, things that I'm still getting through. Uh, but overall, there is no ill feelings towards uh, my ex. There is no like hard feelings on my end. I don't hate the person because I was with you for a reason. I loved you then. You know, I still have love for you now. So it's it's no like bad blood on my end. Like it's not like, oh I'm quiet. So so and I I really am, let me say this. I was gonna say we didn't touch on, you know, being a friend with someone going Mm. through this process. Um and I always thought that, you know, friends you know, and it, you know, we just naturally, especially depending on your friendship level. I mean, you know, you're always going to be protective of your friend. So, yeah, when they're hurting, it's you know uh, that you may have forgiven this person, and that is great because that is what God tells us, right? Um, <laughs> and I'm not saying that you should not, but um, I'm going to be respectful. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, it is hard. So that's the thing too. When you tell people what you're going through, you forgive they don't. And that's, see, that's true. It'll be, but see, I do feel that if y'all were married still, I, I would have helped. I wouldn't probably be as vocal because, you know, I'm not going to disrespect, yeah. you know, that's, that's your husband. But at right, this right, point, right. yeah, I he is even, I mean, cares. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But you, know, you were like, well, I'm, you, I can't, I can honestly say like you and my friend. So you were like, whatever you was like, you know, I'm for marriage, whatever you want to do. Definitely. I support you. And I also have a friend named Melanie. She was like, I'm married. So whatever you decide to do, I support you. I would never judge you if you right. want it. I never, I would never, never judge you if any of this you wanted your marriage because you're mad, yeah. right? And you even was like, I'm an advocate for marriage, but whatever you want to do, you my friend. Yeah. So I support yeah. you. So that, I definitely appreciate it. Um, oh, yeah. Even but my now husband, the divorce is final. Um, correct. I can, I mean, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, seriously. In all seriousness, I agree. In all seriousness, this is kind of joking, but 
I, you know, I agree. I don't dislike him to that extent. I dislike right. others, but him, he's not a necessarily bad person. He was just a bad person right. for you at this point. And it just didn't right. work out. Um, so that's, that's me being serious. Um, don't be uh, <laughs> blowing up air in your phone. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Like that. But that's just, yeah. <laughs> well, we uh, we cordial. So it's not bad blood. You know, it's, it's, it's no bad. It's nothing bad. Um, but yeah, moving forward, I will think about doing things differently, learning about myself more uh, and kind of what I want. And right now, it ain't a, it ain't a relationship. It ain't a relationship. So that's it. And we with that, y'all, anything, any other questions you got for me before we move no, on? Okay. I hope this has been helpful or beneficial. Please make sure y'all comment in YouTube. Or if, if you don't not comfortable having that public, go ahead and you know, you can email us too. So that information is also yeah. in the bio. So we are looking at those too. Yes. So let us know. Thank y'all for listening to my, you know, story and kind of what I've been going through. I did feel like there's something that I wanted to share with you all because those will be, of course, future topics, any questions, uh, things like that. Who want to confide in us as our listeners? We are here because uh, this is real life over here. It's real life over here. Real solutions, real problems, real situations that we go through. Uh, you definitely get that from over here. So with that being said, we're going to move on into the plug. Yes, so my plug for this week, you know, we talked about, you know, just getting ready for standardized testing last week and, um, you know, making sure kids have a growth mindset and all of that. But as teachers as well, um, what are some strategies or ways that we're reviewing when it gets crunch time, when we're reviewing for these 10 ready tests? I think that it's important to um, keep it engaging, you know, like bingo, you know, things that they make them think that it's fun, but it's really questions, you know, um, and it's depending on the level that you teach. Jeopardy making work. Um, you've got... Uh, room transformations. I was big on doing that, transforming my room to look different um, so that when the kids came in, it just looked totally different. I remember for TCAP, I'm like, I had Miss Franklin's TCAP boot camp and I had army fatigue all over the room and things like that, but it was just me asking review questions, but it was the environment that I changed. And it can make a difference. Like kids walk in like, hey, I don't know. What, what are we doing today? What are we doing? And they're just engaged by that so when you get their buy-in they're willing to listen and you know they're gonna they're gonna kill this test you know what I mean so room transformations um teacher pay teachers uh has uh, escape rooms because you can do it from scratch but also uh, you know uh, I'm not saying you uh, use you can modify it to how you please but they have several great resources um but Escape rooms are also another good thing. If you've ever done an escape room, um, you can do that for whatever specific topic you're trying to review. But just try to think outside the box. Um, and of course, we can do call and recall and all of that. But especially this generation, they need something more engaging. And just think about things like room transformations, um, bingo, trans, uh, bingo jeopardy, 
Also, I've done puzzles, like so many questions, every four questions they answer. So they may have a sheet full of, like maybe I got a 24 piece puzzle and every four questions they come to me and they get four puzzle pieces if those questions are correct. And so the, uh, the objective is what's the first team or group that gets that puzzle put together? It's nothing but a dollar store puzzle, but if kids are competitive. So just think about different ways to keep kids engaged, specifically getting them ready for standardized testing. So that's just my plug for this week, kind of piggyback off of continuing from last week. All right, so my plug for this week. First, I want to start off, of course, with a disclaimer that I am not providing personal mortgage advice uh, for you during your home purchase or refinance process. So my plug for this week is uh, regarding the title to your home. When you uh, are going through the process, we will pull what's called the title report. The title report will reveal to us what is going on somewhat behind the scenes. So if you have a judgment, any type of judgments, any type of federal or state tax liens, any uh, type of loan, additional loans with other lenders that may not show up on the credit report, nor are they showing up on the um, front well, it may show up on fraud guard, uh, but it doesn't show up on the actual credit report, but it will show up on title. So if that is the case for any type of judgments uh, or federal or state liens, we do require for those to be paid off prior to or at closing. Sometimes uh, if there is uh, other loans with other lenders, so you may be able to have them do what's called a subordination and become in second position, whereas the current lender is in first position. Uh, in order for that to happen, the the lender who is already on title has to agree to be in second position. If they do not agree to be in second position, then that would have to be paid off or, you know, just under the loan. But it's very important to know what's going on uh, with your home uh, in regards to titles, any type of federal liens, judgments that may be placed against you that will be placed on your home. Those things, things like that can prevent uh, the process from moving forward and it can also or it can hinder it so it's not a hard no but those things will more than likely have to be paid out so that's my plug all right we're back from the plug and y'all already know we're gonna feed y'all with a little soul food so tiffany what you got to feed our soul for the week so our soul food this week is be grateful for what you currently have because maintaining is not easy as getting to where you are now. So I'll repeat that. Be grateful for what you have currently have because maintaining is not easy as getting to what you have now. So I just, I think because we were talking, of course, about uh, divorce and things like that. I mean, it's, I'm sure that when that journey first started, um, a lot of emotions and they were painful emotions and things like that. But be grateful, I felt like, for where the place you are now because what's ahead, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we're going to wrap our show up. And y'all already know it's two things that we want you to do when you're listening to Not Just Girl Talk. Number one is refill your cup. And Bob, Tiffany, and Ashanti. 